Planet Water Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Planet Water, the HNO podcast. Which episode, Chance? Episode 9. Jesus, I'm, 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 nine, I cannot count nine, anymore. Nine. Because we just did, <laughs> yeah, we just, just did episode 8 and now it's already episode 9. Huh? Yeah, we're just flying through, man. I like this. I really like this. Mm -hmm. And today I'm very, very excited because I have a very, very special guest here. And let's uh, welcome him in a in a very very special way, huh? <laughs> Frankie is here. I'm so happy that you're here. Um, a lot of people maybe don't know him, but I think uh, more people know him from uh, comedy sketches and especially from mm -hmm. The Creeper. Yeah, yeah. I think the famous <laughs> Creeper. How many views already? Oh man, it's tough to two point two point oh, yeah, something on million on YouTube. Two point five million. Yeah, two more, uh, and then like the other channels, what is what is right there? Uh, well, the 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 company that put that I did the video with said it's over about thirty million on social. Jesus, on, wow. all, all over social platforms. This is crazy. Yeah, no, this is crazy. Is but it's so funny because I it's talked hilarious. yesterday to my kitchen employees and I talked to my executive chef Andreas and to Paco, his sous chef. And I told them, yeah, I have Frankie tomorrow here at the podcast. And I'm super excited. And there's like, who's Frankie? And then I said, yeah, he's the creeper. He's a very funny yeah, video. The creeper. Ch Cholo oh, Fit yeah. on, 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 on YouTube. And he's like, what? Cholo Fit? What the hell? Yeah. And then I showed him this on the iPad. And he's like, oh, fuck, I know this guy. Yeah. I, I, I actually <laughs> watched him. That is funny. And, and, and he was so surprised. And he was like, nah, that is so cool. And Paco, the sous chef, like, what, he comes to Patina? He's like, no, he will be at the, at the podcast yeah. today. <laughs> so he was, you have some followers and fans already at Patina. Oh, nice. So that's man. a great thing, Frankie. I, I got to stop in there. Yeah, please, that. please. We would love to host you. We'll get some nice food for you. Yeah. Uh, we are more like a French restaurant. So yeah. <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have Creeper show up there. Okay, so. please. Yeah. Where, where are the tamales? And oh, <laughs> so this will be a little, little time. Tight, huh? <laughs> oh, but that's great to have you, Frankie. And and so tell me a little bit, like, how did you or where you're from? What did you ended up in Los Angeles? And and why you're not on Planet Water? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I was born here in Los Angeles, and then um, you know I grew up mostly an hour north of here in Ventura County. And then I uh, at the end of high school I moved to San Francisco. Lived okay, there, lived there for 15 years. Wow, you know, and that's where I met Nico, Marcel, and everybody. And then uh. Moved, moved back down here mostly for comedy. Yeah. And then, um, you know, and that's when our paths cross. At, sure. Uh, Martin was my boss. At uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Just good things, hopefully, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I was not, a, hopefully, I was not a, such a badass or something like that. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, yeah, going uh, this year, coming up on 11 years since I started uh, uh, pursuing comedy. Amazing. And wow. then, so I came to LA because I was, I was trying to get more serious about it. Yeah. And just, uh, yeah. Kept working, I kept working. I was always class clown and getting in trouble. That guy. Okay. Because I just wanted to ask you, like, how did you realize that you wanted to become a comedian? Is this like a thing what, like, the Lord Savior suddenly says to you, like, <laughs> the light is coming from the back, correct? And it's like, okay, I see the light. I see the light. And I need to be a comedian now. How did you, because you said class, 
Class clown. Yeah, yeah. I was always like, but um, but actually, it was my family. My parents are big stand-up comedy fans. So okay, growing mm. up, uh, they would let me watch it. You know, even like George Carlin, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, Paul Rodriguez, oh, wow. like all these legendary guys. And I would watch like SNL, and then and then uh, when I was younger, my parents would kind of go through tough times. But the humor mm. and stand-up, but they were they were always able to laugh things off. And so okay. I saw how powerful that was. And it was inspiring to me. And then so, and then I kind of felt like I could be funny. And I would go <laughs> in front of the TV and dress up, for, you know, in front of the TV with, just for my family. They would turn off the TV and be like, okay, here he goes again. We'll see what he's got. You know? And I'd be like, eh, you know, just trying to do characters and stuff. But. So you've, but your family supported you. They said like, okay, that's a cool thing. What you're doing? Or you're like, know, yeah. Frankie, please just take college. You're not funny. Yeah, yeah, or, no, no, no. You did. You know, when I graduated from college, they were excited about that. Okay. And then I had a job. And then when I quit, you know, and then I quit my job. I was like, I don't want to have any regrets. And they were like, yeah, really? you know, we Are know you're sure funny, but yeah. you know, you might want yeah. to get a real job, you know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But they, but they've been, you know, very supportive. So not everybody has that. So I'm grateful for it. Yeah. Obviously, you need to pour some water here. Yeah, so yeah. It's like, it's warm. It's very warm here in Los Angeles today, guys. Um, and it's crazy. It's end of January and it's super warm. And I had to shut down the air condition here at the apartment because the air condition gives some, gives some sound and we don't want to have that on the yeah, tape. It's getting nice. So it's getting nice and warm. Mm. And obviously, you see, we have some, some LCD screens here as well to give us some lights. And it's getting warmer and warmer now. So we need to hydrate <laughs> ourselves here. Planet water without water, that really doesn't make sense for me. Huh? So cheers. <laughs> okay so so you stand it in front of the tv the tv was shut down and your parents were like laughing and clapping or they were like yeah you know, no, no, they, were, <laughs> they were just more like oh here he goes you know here he goes again <laughs> he i was just always again. i was just always doing that yeah i had a sprinkler head like that i got out of my dad's work truck and i pretend it was a microphone oh, i love good. this <laughs> i love this this is great and and what kind of jokes were you doing I you mean, were anything, making jokes man. i would dress your... up like just you know try to do characters voices i mean did you made fun of your parents it was like I don't, I don't remember if I did. I mean, you know, I was young, but, you know, yeah, yeah, I guess I did. I, I, I remember making fun of them, actually, a little, a little but bit. But it's not but like not, that not somebody, yeah, yeah. but it's correct. I just want to yeah. say, like, so your parents <laughs> didn't get pissed off or something no, like no, this, no. huh? And, and they're like, and they're like, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> they're like, go to your room, you're grounded. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's, that's important. So, cool. Um, okay, so this was your childhood, and you realized, okay, something, comedy is a fun thing. So you started a career. So what is your, you went to college, you told me. So, mm -hmm. what kind of college? Uh, I studied uh, broadcasting and media performance. Uh -huh. So, you already uh -huh. had like the vision yeah. of like something yeah, yeah. more. So, mm. you didn't went to and college like, for. And then when I was in college, I was in a hip hop group and we would do live shows. Oh, cool. Like, oh, wow. Just get up on stage. I would beatbox out. Mm. Here we go. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So then I would rap. So I was already kind of used to being on stage before I started stand up. So, that was yeah. kind of helped me out a little bit. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, definitely. Cool. And then you moved to to San Francisco. Uh, yeah, well, I, li I moved. I lived moved to San Francisco when I was still a teenager, and then I lived there for. Uh, I have family there too. But, okay. Uh, yeah, I ended up st staying for 15 years. You know, so cool. Yeah, went to school. Yeah. And how was San Francisco treating you? Uh, now or no? Back it, in the days. Oh, back in the day, good. You know, that's why I started stand up. That was good. It was okay. a great. It's a great scene to to hone your craft, and you know, and then you run into some of the greats there. Robin Williams would pop in, and some wow. of the rooms there. And, yeah. You know, a lot of good uh, talent has come out of there, so I was, you know, mm -hmm. happy to happy to be a part of it. Do you remember your first time you went on stage for an open mic? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah. I how did went, uh, How did that went? Uh, it, it went good. I got some laughs. I actually, you okay. know, for the people that saw, it, they were like, "Wow, that, that was your first time," you know. But it was just like diarrhea jokes for like five minutes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I was so nervous, man. You know, it's like. 
you know, I sign up on a list, wait two hours so you could do your three to five minutes. And I was just like <laughs> nervous, but I did it and I did, I did okay. Yeah, it was cool. So, I had the same and did you feel like almost like okay you, you're passing out or something like this right before this right before you're, you're, I mean, you're going on stage not really I was just really nervous but yeah. you know once yeah. I got up there I was like oh alright come on let's do I it this. but yeah I was at this uh, place called Brainwash Cafe in San Francisco it was like a laundromat slash cafe okay and you do open mic there yeah, okay because yeah. wow. I had the same when I went on Conan like imagine oh, like, oh I I'm, I'm the guy who's who's I'm a server. Let's face it. Huh? I was never thought about like that. I'm gonna be in, on TV or on mm. BuzzFeed or something like this or right. Comedy Central. Even made some some funny jokes, obviously about me as a water sommelier. And I never thought about this. And I will never ever uh, forget this experience. But I had in Conan because when you were like in the green room, like three hours before, they pick you oh, up yeah. with a with a limousine because they want to make sure um, that you're that you're like really there. That's mm -hmm. the most important thing for them, especially in LA traffic, because you never know. And then you're stuck and suddenly you're missing your taping. It's, it's, uh, they don't want that. No, no, so no. you're sitting there in the green room and at one point I just had to go to the restroom all the time. And I was oh, like, yeah. what's wrong with me? Huh? Yeah. It's like, why I need to like pee the whole time? And I was like, sure, <laughs> I was drinking water, but I was like, <sighs> and then you're realizing, oh shit, oh shit. I don't like, you, it's serious. It's yeah. you, you're on Conan O'Brien <laughs> oh, in the next making, hour. You're huh? making me nervous right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then I know, and yeah, yeah, really, yeah, like, I need to, I need to relieve myself right now. It's like, oh, and my and my wife, like, what's wrong with you? It's like you need a catheter or what? It's yeah. like, it's like, what's up with you? And it's 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 really like you're getting like this adrenaline in you, mm. and then the show starts and you're still sitting in your green room and you're watching like the first like half of the episode where they are taping like right next to you pretty much, but you're still sitting in your green room and you're just watching this on TV and you're like. You think, okay, breathe deep breath, deep breath. Huh? Right, we'll right. be fine. We'll be fine. Don't. We'll be all good. Huh? You're not passing out. And then at one point, the production people coming over and saying like, okay, Martin, you're next, huh? And then I had Talia with me. She she's great. She's from Wagstaff. She did all my PR. She's always like followed me and 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 uh, like kind of like yeah checked me out to see like hey what's good, what's not good, Martin. How did you react to the people? So she was with me to give me some comfort, obviously. And then when you're walking up to the stage and then the, like, there was this big curtain right in front of me and you're waiting and waiting and waiting until Conan O'Brien suddenly says, yeah, and our next guest is a funny guy. It's Martin Reese. He's the only certified water sommelier in America. And you're like, okay, now I'm passing out. Huh? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're taking a picture of you. And then I will never forget this. Tyler came up to me because she felt that I was like, almost like losing it right there before, before this curtain opens. And she walked up to me and shaked me. Yeah. Okay, Martin, it will be fine, huh? And getting some, like, tension yeah. out of me. Yeah. And that really helped. And then I thought, like, do you know what? I don't give a shit. I'm just walking outside now, and I will, I will do my best what I can do because, mm. hey, let's face it, I'm just drinking water, huh? It's not, like, a political discussion here. I'm just <laughs> a water guy. I'm the water boy. Yeah? Because uh, for me, just go over there and let's try to, 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 get it, to get it over because the most important thing for me is... It's pain. It needs to be some quality age show what I want to drink. So I went over there. I never met Conan. And the first time I met him was already on the oh, taping. On the, set. Oh, on the wow. set where he said like, hey, it's great to have you. But the cool thing about the sets is because this is obviously with audience. And there are, I think, 200, 250 people sitting in the audience. But you mm. don't see them. You just can hear them because you have all this, the lights, lights, all the yeah, lights the right in front yeah. of you and wow. all the cameras. So you pretty much don't see anybody. Huh. You just hear them. And then I just went 
on stage, I said, hello, hey, what's going on? I sat down and then I thought, you know what? Let's pretend he's just sitting in my restaurant and I'm doing a water tasting with yeah. him. And you that's did. pretty much I, what it is. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't have known you were that nervous because it came out great. But, I saw but it, it was it. like it was a tough yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh tough, god! Man. Oh god! So first comedy gig was in San Francisco. Then for your first open mic. Yes. Yep. Cool. Do you remember how many open mics you already did in you so far? Oh man, I have no idea. No chance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but chance. you did overseas as well stuff, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to uh, yeah the Middle East and uh, performed mostly at, at military bases, like you know. That's amazing. Bases, yeah. and then we did some um, English-speaking venues too, and uh, outside of the, okay. the bases. Okay. Okay. Uh, just in like Japan and Europe, and the Middle East. Wow. Do you feel they are different when when like the com comedian, like the jokes, what you what you're doing on your shows are here different than some jokes maybe working here in the United States better than overseas? Oh yeah, for sure. You can't really do local like comedy sure. or, or I you know there's there's just certain things. Uh, you I definitely have to cr you have to craft your sets to the more like universal jokes, but. Yeah. You know, because but growing up in the U.S., obviously, naturally, we come up with a lot of like yeah. local stuff. Because let's face it, I'm from Germany and we watching Simpsons all the time in Germany. It's a huge show as well in, in, in Germany. But there are so many inside jokes what just Americans can get. Because, right. for example, Apu with a Kmart or his... Uh, yeah. We just don't get the concept that this yeah. is actually a 9-11 shop. Because we don't have 9-11s. 7-11s. 7-11s. 9-11s. This is a 9-11 shop. Oh, I was like, no, 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> These are our Porsche shops. <laughs> the 911 shops. <laughs> oh no. And now I know why I'm saying 911 because I just watched a video of 911s of Porsches. <laughs> Uh, okay. And Frankie was like, okay, lost in translation. The German guy says 9-11 shop. I was like, uh, <laughs> oh my God, perfect. Okay, 7-11, no. obviously, that the 7-11 shops are pretty much run by mm. Indian people. Right, it's right. really it's, funny yeah. in America, yeah. but we don't have 7-11 in Germany. So mm. for us, it's like that joke is just, just uh, yeah, you're uh, okay, yeah, there's a guy who, who runs a store. Yeah, and he's from <laughs> exactly. India. That's all what it is for us. But this is a, like a huge joke already here in America. But for us, we don't get it because it's a lost in translation joke. Mm. Or when they're making fun of Germans, we are like, okay, so yeah, yeah. are we, are we yeah. like this? <laughs> Why are they all wearing black clothes at The Simpsons when they are German characters? <laughs> it's like, but it's it's a thing, and and I think this is like sometimes what it, what happens lost in translation. But did you do a joke overseas? What you thought? Oh, this will be funny, and the whole audience will be like. Yeah. Like that, <laughs> like pretty much like silence. There was a, I mean, there was maybe one or two times it happened, but norm, for the most part, I went for my real physical like jokes okay. or like you know, and then you know, I do do uh, like the beatboxing jokes. And then, but I did like some, some, uh, I do a lot of storytelling, and I did some like family jokes that were like based upon my experience of growing up Mexican in in, in America, though. And then, you know, they were just, they were like, kind of just give me courtesy laughs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, we know you think it's funny, but we don't get it, but we'll laugh for you. But I could tell. Okay. Like, oh, so you, you feel like there's a disconnection like, at that moment. Right. Because it's like, they're, you know, they're seeing me as a, like a Latino, but then I'm a Latino. I grew up in the United States. So it's just yeah. like, they're just like, whoa, that's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But, Did your parents but integrate we got through it? it? It wasn't like, it didn't bomb or anything. Yeah, it just yeah. wasn't like. Is this the, you're the first generation who was born in, in America or no, only the uh, second? Third. I'm third. Oh, the third. Yeah, okay, my, parents, so my parents were born here. Uh, yeah, so but, you're pretty much American. Yes. Like you have <laughs> no, no, obviously have, the background. <laughs> there's a background of of <laughs> yeah. Latino in you, obviously. Oh, and, for sure. But for it's sure. it's yeah, not yeah. like that. 
that you would feel like first generation or maybe even you born in Mexico and then came over or something like this. It's right. Like, you know, yeah, I have, fa- you know, I have family there. My grandfather's from there, so I'm definitely cool. connected to it. But, but yeah, yeah, cool. you know, I spent my whole life. Because I think you can see it in your jokes. And I love this about you, and we will we will show Creeper obviously because you can you know the the culture very well. Oh yeah, yeah, that's of the uh, Latino community. Like Creeper's uh, inspired from my father. He's like an old school cholo, is what you call it. Really, you know? really. He's, but he was always real positive, you know. But always Chuck Taylor's Dickies, always drove a lowrider. He was <laughs> driving to school in a lowrider. Awesome. So he was just like, hey homie, but hey, go to school, do your thing. And I'm like, all right, dad, you know, da da da. So. That's where the inspiration. But I think, like, from. but I, but I love what what Creeper shows, and we will we will show it obviously here on Planet Water in a second. What I love is like the passion what you're building into his character, and it's not just like this ghetto guy who is like, hey, I fuck everybody up. No, it's like all about passion. Right, and right, what yeah. I see, like, and that's very interesting to to hear it from you now that your father was actually wanted to do the right thing, right, right, for yeah. you, and like, hey. Be supportive to each other. Let's say it's it's about family. It's about like helping each other out. Obviously with a yeah, easy going yeah, 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 exactly. with an easy going thing. But I love this. About, there's a, about yeah, this. there's a lot of those negative stereotypes of like you know, cholos or people that come from those kind of neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. But he's like you know get got away from the negative and he's like no no look at this positive stuff. So that's what yeah that's why people I think latch on to creeper and obviously the fitness fitness aspect of it too. It's like, <laughs> that's your biggest video so far. Uh, yeah yeah your most successful sure. video. Yeah. yeah, online, yeah, for sure. Who, who came but, up with the character? You came up with it, and mm-hmm. you said at yeah, one yeah. point, like, hey, let's create Creeper? Yeah, I did a... Man, the first video I did with him must have been about six years ago, seven years ago, you know, it was wow. like older... You know, he's, like, I was developing him. Uh-huh. And then we did a video called Chola Whisper, where this mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. rescued him from the CRS at Chola Rescue Services. And then... Uh, you know, he was like having trouble getting acclimated back into his society. So, but people were like, you got to make another one. You got to make another troll. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what's the next step? Is he got to get a job? I was like, well, what could he do? He's going to have trouble getting a job. And then I go, oh, I know oh what he could do. God. You can teach a workout class oh in the backyard. That's... And then so we did Cholo Fit, put it out. And within two days after we put it out, it was just like, just spread that like wildfire. So you know, to me say, hey, this is, this like is I did Cholo Fit. This is really amazing. My gluteus. So we want to showcase. We will want to showcase that video, obviously, and let's listen into Creeper with Sholofit. Hey, we all know there's a lot of Cholo workout videos out there, but this one is gonna have you like, damn, homie, that's what's up, you know? This is Cholo Fit with Creeper. The first one we're gonna get started with is cholo squats, eh? Whether you're locked up or you're at your homie's barbecue and it's time to represent with your clica for a photo, then you go like this, eh? You go left foot, point it forward like this, right foot, point it to the right in that direction. Feel how down you are for your homies. And then we're literally gonna take it down, okay? Squat down, bend the knees, keep your back straight, hands on the knees, chin up, feel the power, eh? Now we bring it back Feel up. Feel the power, huh? Feel yeah. the power, right? Yeah. <laughs> Feel that burn. Represent. We're going to move to Cholometric, huh? All right? And this one is a resistance workout. I'll need a volunteer. Hey, OG. That, here, that's homie. my real right dad here. right there. We're gonna oh, this is, workout. I love this. I have Plato with somebody. Like, hey, fool, like, you've been talking papas about my lady. I don't really like that right now. So right now. <laughs> He's ready. Yeah. He's so ready. <laughs> down, and then you get the resistance right there. You see? You already feel it. You feel it down here in your gluteus muscle mentals or whatever, and down through the calves. No disrespect, oh Jesus, it's just a workout. You know, I got mad respect, oh homie. All right, <laughs> do that for about maybe a minute, because longer than that, then you really start to fight. And it's a trip, eh? Because people come up to me and say, hey, Creeper, uh, uh, Cholo Fit, eh? It changed my life. One time this fool came up to me and said, hey, fool, like I did Cholo Fit, and 
my gluteus, hey, it's sore. And I said, hey, fool, like, don't be telling me like that in public, you know, because fools that don't know that I teach a class will be like, damn, was that fool like ramming that fool or what, you know? <laughs> All right, hey, now we move on to the next stage of the workout, which is cardio, homie, with running and getting the heart rate going. And we'll get that started with the Bitrucha workout. So Bitrucha, homie, be on the lookout for anything that might pop out. You know what I mean? It's really not about me. Eh? Sure, the I'm white like, guy is like <laughs> saying hello, huh? <laughs> you don't need to run here. You know, you know guides me, homie. Life can be like whatever, eh? And a lot of times, people, they, they're dumb. Mira el güero, hey, that's good technique right there. Hey, you've been locked up, you've been acquainted or what? Hey, nah, just playing. All right, hey, bring it back up. Cholo fit really works you, eh? And sometimes it could really take a lot out of you. I have these uh, energy tamales that I got, eh? It's a special yeah. mixture of masa and carnitas that helps with your muscle recovery. And plus, we put a little lightning bolt on it, eh? So that's pretty feet right there, you know? <laughs> brilliant. Great job, great job. Oh that is, that God, is just brilliant. That is so funny. Wonderful. <laughs> How long did you did it talk to to tape it? Man, not that I mean we did it in a day. Most all the stuff was just improv, like, and then a mm -hmm. lot of those people that were there just happened to be people that like, stopped by my friend's house and were like, "Hey, we're doing this video quick. You guys want to get in here?" And then, I mean, that's how it happened, man. And then, I love you know, this. I knew I thought it was funny, but I didn't know it was gonna be like go go that that, that viral. But you never know. This is like the thing with with viral videos. Mm -hmm. You never know what works and what doesn't work. Right, right. And I think it's a, sometimes with Instagram posts as well. That's for me sometimes it's mind blowing that. I think like, okay, oh, this, this picture will be amazing and this is so cool and you're so proud of this picture to talk and you put it online, nobody gives a <laughs> shit. <laughs> and then like a picture where you're like, just like, oh, I'm just uploading something and they're like, yeah, cool, uh, what a great picture. Right, I was right, like, right. what? You really like that picture? And this is like what I realized several times mm. already. And it's, I don't, I don't know how many videos already. I've been on YouTube, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 videos mm. and and. Some videos are doing very well, and some videos are like eh, mediocre. And you huh. thought like, okay, this video has yeah, to be really cool. Yeah. It's so then, funny. We did. I just did one where Creeper over the holidays, where Creeper meets yes, Santa, with Santa. Claus, mm -hmm. and we. Just, I just uploaded it to Facebook, thinking ah, just something as people, and then it got four million views. That's just Look like, and I'm like, and we just did it, no script, nothing. We just like, and then just have some fun. Yeah, but I think this <laughs> like this non-script is always way better. I feel it for myself, and mm. I talked to you earlier, Frankie, when you came, you saying, let's not script anything in this episode, let's just flow it, and then we will see where, we, where we're ending up with. Right, right. Uh, the only thing, what we know, is we're going to drink some water and we want to eat some Mexican food here. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that's all what, what it is. Huh? The rest is not scripted, and I think that's always the funniest thing. And when I was uh, at Your Mom's House podcast with Tom Segura and Christina, um, nothing was scripted. I had no clue who they are. I knew that they're existing, but I just went there and we're sitting down mm -hmm. and we just like start to drink water and talking. And I think that's always the, the best about, about this non-scripted thing. Is it at open mics you feel it like sometimes because you need to react to your to your audience very fast? Sometimes it's like, okay, suddenly a joke comes to you in that moment and you're just saying it? Right. Yeah, yeah, that happens a so lot. So improv? Um, a lot of times when we're, we're performing, doing stand-up, if I'm doing like a longer set, like what am I saying? You're just talking to the crowd. Sometimes things will just happen naturally. And you're like, oh, that's funny. I need to remember that. Mm -hmm. And then you end up getting like a, some new material mm -hmm. out of it or something. But always even i think the crowd even subconsciously when you just come up with something on stage they they know it and it just makes it that much more electric because yeah. i think they feel like 
they're part of that moment with you and, mm. and you're so in the moment that it just like explodes yeah, yeah. with this like yeah i think so too you can feel it when something is like okay now it's his his has been reversed several several times and you know this is a joke what he already did like several times ago mm -hmm. maybe on video and everything but when it comes like suddenly natural and you're making a joke about yourself or of the audience or whatever you can feel it in the audience mm. and i just went to to marcella's comedy gig here mm. on sunset boulevard what she does now every wednesday and, and and i love her she's she's such a great person and it was so funny to to be there to see how this whole thing was like almost like improv too mm. right, and right. It, it flows suddenly and marcella started to make jokes already of her herself and i love this about marcella because she she doesn't give a shit huh oh, she's she like is, it's like i don't care what no people thinking yeah. <laughs> it's like i'm just thinking what i think and and this is a great thing and this should be it and and this is like deeps me to another topic i think what uh, what's a little problematic right now we see it uh, because we all know Tom Segura with disgrace for what happened right now with him on Netflix, that some people getting pissed off about his jokes about Louisiana. We just had right. a person here from Louisiana, um, <laughs> and she was great. Manina was, I, I loved her. She was a great person to interview, and it was so much fun, and I loved her juices. And for sure, there are great people over there in Louisiana, but it's a joke, guys. It's yeah. a joke. When Tom Segura makes a joke about, hey, let's build the wall around the state of Louisiana, it's a joke because he's a comedian. Mm -hmm. right. So... Do you want to say something about this? It's like, do you feel like there are some backlashes right now on jokes? Oh man, I mean, so many. Even like, even Chappelle got a lot of backlash from his, you know, uh, his uh, earlier uh, Netflix specials, and then you know now Tom with his, which mm -hmm. is a great special. That whole special I love this hilarious. special. It's amazing. Yeah, it's but I think, the, I mean, the most important thing is it's jokes. These are jokes. You know what I mean? And it's Correct. just like the fact that it's, it's people we're just way too sensitive now, man. It's like it's yeah. like holding people's creativity back. You know, or people like. You know, we got to be able to laugh at each other, make fun of each other, Correct. or else what are we doing? You know, it's yes. like loosen up. Mm. It's like, I, I don't know, it's just a bad energy. And I know some people do cross the line and go too over the top, but, you know, for for like Tom's joke or something like that, it's like, I mean, they're funny, Come man. on, guys, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it's just like, uh, I don't know. I think overall, we just got to be able to loosen up, man. It's mm. just creating too much of a tight energy. Correct. And it's like, we all respect each other. Like, He's, we don't say the you know jokes like that to like be disrespectful to that thing. It's just because hey, we we you know we don't, we make fun of ourselves too. You know, and correct. People forget that because they just want to be like nah. You know, they just want to you know. Yeah, yeah. Some people are just bored too, man. Just, How many <laughs> like so many times stopped me as the water boy, and I'm totally fine with this. Yeah, I, like I'm the last person who's like saying no, you cannot do this. I'm serious, and Adam Sandler was not serious in this movie. I don't care, huh? I don't give a shit. Right. It's like I want to have some fun here with water too. And this is always like what's for me very, very important. Don't do it too serious. Like it's like no, 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 no. Let's don't overthink the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Huh? Overanalyzing it too much. Right? Yes. Yeah, people, yeah. Did yeah. you get some hate emails? Uh, yeah, every now and then. I mean, I would say, I mean, ninety-five percent of what I get is, is is positive. But yeah, yeah, I get some emails for sure. And, and like, on, that's a terrible workout. That's not yeah, or uh, or my own, or people, <laughs> or people from my own community. Yeah, there's like uh, you know, really? Latinos that are like, oh, you're setting us back, feeding into these stereotypes. Wow. No like, way. Exactly. And same thing. It's like, first of all, it's a joke. Second I'm a comedian, all, you know, huh? I'm not running for presidency. <laughs> exactly. It's like I'm I'm and, I'm a comedian. And, and it's like I take offense to that because. I was like, okay, so you're offended by Creeper, but that I, that was inspired by my father, you know? So you, you're you saying that it's setting us back, so you're associating success with how we talk or how people talk. That. My mm -hmm. father still talks like that. Now he owns two houses, you know, and he's he's an American success Good story. Good for him. Mm -hmm. So it's like, so I don't, you know, so to me, I'm like, you know, so you're saying my father sounds like he's, 
like ignorant, you know, just that's just the way yeah. he talks. He worked his ass off. He knows how to make money. It's just like, so I don't know. I don't know. I I I, I understand where people come from because we all we all grew up differently and different experiences. But to for but like I said, ninety you know ninety nine percent of the feedback I get is positive because so many people could relate to Creeper and they're attached to him. And, and then it's just like you're making people laugh, man, bringing so much joy and laughter to people. So it's like. But you're always, you know, nothing can be big without some people gaining, finding a way to hate yeah. it. You know, I think, and this is exactly the same what happened when we were at Race and Stock, when I started the water menu. I cannot believe how many hate emails I received for that. And I was <laughs> like, you're like, start I'm like what yeah. the hell? It's just a water menu. It's an add-on option. I'm not yeah. forcing anybody to, mm. to drink. And some people called me and screamed at me how bad I am. And I thought, like, dude, I killed your daughter or something. I don't know even what it is. I'm not like... I'm not like choosing giving like a vodka menu to minor children or something and then like trying to get them drunk. No, I'm creating like a menu, an option for people who love to drink the most healthiest beverage on this planet. Mm -hmm. So what is wrong about a water menu now? And yeah, sure, water has has value. Obviously, we need to charge money for it. But again, when people don't want to be charged for it, I'm more than happy to serve them filter tap water right. for free. <laughs> I'm the last person who would judge them. Right. The last person. <laughs> even know. my new water menu, what is coming up in two weeks at, at Patina Restaurant, we will even have tap water in, in the water menu as a page. And we will, the same what we did with the bottled water, we put Obviously, no price tag. Price is then zero dollars, and then mm. size is like buy the glass. What I'm saying, <laughs> but we took, but we put the story where LA Tap Water is actually coming from. We put mm -hmm. the taste profile to it. TDS we did level. TDS level. Yeah. Uh, we did everything we'll be doing with our regular waters with LA Tap as well because I thought, Do you know what, Martin? You're not just a bottled water sommelier. You're a water sommelier, and you're serving LA Tap. Why not putting this into the water menu? Right. Yeah, it's a great idea. So it's like, pff. and yes, and it, our new water menu goes from zero to one hundred and fifty dollars per bottle. Right. <laughs> 150 and I totally understand some people will say like are you completely nuts now $150 are you nuts and this was the video what we did with BuzzFeed um, $150 bottle of water yeah it's Valbardi right there right, um, right. it's an it's an ice glacier water but it's very very unique it's an incredible yeah. story it comes in a very cool packaging it's very hard to, to get this water it's very a lot of labor in, involved in that and this company trust me they won't make so much money with mm -hmm. that because there are just 10,000 bottles around this planet right now Right. So it's like, crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's crazy. But people, again, like the same with raw water, what we just had. We talked yeah, about exactly. raw water. I don't know, Frankie, if you even heard this. That's probably it the was, most controversial thing. Yeah, that, it's a huge yeah. controversial right now about raw water. Here we go. And it's Tomales Springs, for example, is one of these waters. And some people are saying like raw water, there's two sides of this movement. In San Francisco, mm -hmm. there are people who are going now and I think maybe you want to explain it. It's kind yeah, of fun. So the general idea is is that the whole bottled water, tap water, basically the water industry as we know it now is just like a perversion of how humans should actually be drinking water, you know, because we've been drinking water from streams and stuff forever. So people right. are actually going out now and collecting water from like streams without it being tested or anything like that and it's like so you have no clue what's in there. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. That's like that's a little like exactly. Uh, and I think that that's like it'll have. Like, beneficial attributes that we're not getting anymore right, right so that's right. obviously a bad idea but there are actually some waters that aren't treated whatsoever but have gone through all of the rigorous testing that all of our other bottled water sources come from and they're safe to drink oh right? wow and the cool thing about these these waters for example tomato spring is this is highly regulated water yeah. but they don't need to do anything to this water they don't need to do filtration they don't need to 
uh, put UV light or something like this to it because this water is just perfect for Mother Nature. And wow. I think we should honor this kind of waters that Mother Nature still produces this kind of things that we still have springs in America who gives us this natural occurring amazing water and not bad mouthing them for this is unsafe to drink. <laughs> it's not unsafe it to has, drink at all. These huh? guys actually it has deer a, pee in it. No, yeah, it's actually it's crazy. have a patent <laughs> on the term raw water. Like they patented that Yes, term correct. Out. Oh, wow. Yes. So, so they have the trademark. When you talk about raw water, you're talking about safe about untreated safe, water. untreated, traumatized yeah. springs water. And then we found out that in Germany, our mineral, natural occurring mineral waters, and maybe you know Gerald Steiner, the brand from Trader Joe's? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're all raw waters. Yeah, they're all raw waters, actually. You're the one that uh, tell me yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. every time. They, they put it on sale a lot, so I'm like, oh, that's yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Creeper's hydrating himself with, like, German water? What the hell? <laughs> right. I have Topo Chico here. I thought, like, Creeper's oh, is taking this I better love, than the German stuff here. Great. So, because a lot of people don't know this, it's a funny thing that I started to work at Raisin Stark Bar back in the days. It was in 2011, for six years ago, so almost seven years ago now. Mm -hmm. And Frankie was working with me there. I hired Frankie back in the days. Mm -hmm. And who else, Frankie, worked with us there? Because a lot of people are for sure blown away when they're realizing that this is like the commie factory I of know. Los Angeles I, over we, there. We always talk about that too, me and Nico. You know, Nico Santos, who, who you know from Superstore. Yeah, he's Matteo, the character yeah, yeah, Matteo on, on Superstore. Superstore. I think they're in their third season now, but yeah. uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, he was the one that was like, you know, said yeah. Right when I moved down, I was like, hey man, you know, I was looking for some work, and then boom, he, you. I remember I sat down with you, and you were like, how do you know Nico? I'm like, we do comedy together. You're like, okay, when can you start? Yeah. <laughs> like, for me, it was, and I have to say this, and I don't want to piss anybody off, but I have to say, comedians are very hardworking people, mm. very hardworking. I had some actors already in my history too, where they thought like, okay, I'm an actor and I'm not really interesting to, to work here because I want to continue with my acting career. Mm. There's nothing wrong about it, guys, yeah. to have a second passion. I'm a general manager of restaurant and my passion is to drink water. I totally understand that you always have second passions. I totally get it. But I had a feeling sometimes that actors are a little bit more on the... Entitled side? Entitled and lazier side mm. than <laughs> comedians. And comedians are very, very hardworking people. Huh. And this is very interesting. I don't want to say, again, like, I don't want to say that actors are not hardworking people. Yeah. But in general, I felt at race back in the days that my comedian people were all... Just took the day job more seriously. They were so working their asses off. Mm. Like, yeah. so working their asses off. And I had like the best time with my comedians and obviously they helped me too to to be maybe a little bit more funnier and don't take it too serious yeah. and i have to say they helped me as well with conan i told yeah. nico back in the days saying nico give me shit huh i've been yeah. on conan in, in two weeks i need to like train a little bit what he maybe could say and nico started to make fun of me and i started <laughs> to reply to him so it was i get a, a i did oh, a good so cool. comedy training from nico from frankie and from marcella and this is great and marcella is now a writer for the bill nye show and oh, they're all, so cool. I'm yeah. so happy to see this, that you guys are all like pursuing obviously your careers, but you always did a great job at Race and Stark Bar. And I always want to say thank you for this. Oh, and this was you, great. I still it get was... body aches from carrying all those plates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we worked our asses off over oh, there. We did, we did, <laughs> oh man, yeah. 600 covers on a Sunday, sure thing, huh? It's like, let's <laughs> yeah, do this. Yeah. Huh? Oh let's God. do this. That was brutal oh, sometimes. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Did you feel like, what's your best audience? Oh man, I don't know. I, I, you know, I love. Uh, I don't know. I love getting in front of any kind of audience. It was like it's funny. I get hired to do the most random gigs, and then so, sometimes it's places I wouldn't expect. 
Just last week, I went, me and uh, Louis Katz and Shang Wang, for, or like, you know, Shang Wang is on, or writes on uh, Fresh Off the Boat on NBC, and then Louis on HBO, but uh, his his grandfather, or his grandfather, uh, yeah, yeah, his grandfather turned 90 and lived in a retirement home. So the retirement home hired us to come to a show. Wow. And it's like, I mean, they were like, I mean, there's there's people walking up in their walkers, everybody, yeah, but they and filled like, up this, this small theater they had on this at this retirement center, and I'm like, this is not going to be good, man. Like, <laughs> this it? will be like, uh, and we, yeah, we couldn't, we were allowed to cuss, and I'm like, dude, we're not going to, this is not going to go good. Yeah, we go up there, I mean, the show couldn't have gone better. Really? I mean, they were, they were dying, I mean, well, I don't want to say they were dying. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they didn't do it. But it's funny. We're so calling it in the restaurant business. We're calling it cold departure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when somebody departure. dies, you. When somebody a dies, cold yeah. Cold departure. A cold departure. When somebody dies during the restaurant or hotel experience. That means like Nancy, my wife. She works in a hotel. She had this twice already in her like, career. She had a cold departure. Oh, that means man. there's people who. Yeah, it's it's actually a very very sad topic. Who who committed suicide in a hotel and she had this twice already wow. it's very sad it's very sad it's not fun huh? so something is like so bad and again guys like and I understand like when, when you have thoughts about this please get help huh? it's like the world is so oh, beautiful yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I don't want to even get like back from, from obviously that topic but I think like that it's important that is how you dampen the mood <laughs> yeah it's, but, it's, but it's important to say like guys don't, there's, there's no reason to, to, go, to go away from to go away from this beautiful planet um, listen to Frankie and you will light up your day huh? so okay so you went over there to the to the yeah, yeah, the retirement. To the center. advanced comedy store. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it was just like, because you were asking what, what my best audience is, but uh, I don't know, now that things are getting uh, bigger for me, I've been surprised that, uh, because normally I'd be like, oh, it's people that have just come to my show or, or other people that are, you know, grew up how I did or have the similar background. But now, you know, as, as it grows, you know, it's eye-opening to see how many people can, can actually relate to yourself and be funny. And then you get better mm -hmm. at, like, catering to the audience. But mm -hmm. to have, like, a whole room of, you know, 70, 80, 90-year-olds just, like, I mean, they were dying, man. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, there was a few of them that had to take a nap in between some jokes, but they, they woke back <laughs> up and were back into it. <laughs> oh, but it was, okay. yeah, yeah, they would just be like, hey, they'll get back up and, hey, okay. I'm <laughs> like, ready. I'm, I'm yeah, still yeah. here. Is that a little commercial break? It's okay. Yeah, but, <laughs> But I mean, yeah, it was fun to see that. They were so appreciative too. But, but yeah, yeah, you know, I've been, I have fortunate enough to be all around the world and and be able to to pull it off and make people laugh. So I'm really grateful for that. It's a yeah. gift, I think. It's a gift, and let's let's face it. All, all doctors are always saying it's so healthy to laugh and have a positive mind. And I think you guys are kind of like physicians, doctors, right, yeah, because laughing helps. Mm. And there are studies been done in Germany all the time where now people like who who have a very positive energy or like comedians or something like this, going to, to hospitals and trying to light up their days hmm. for people because they understand now that this is a very important treatment to people who are facing like very bad illnesses. It's very hmm. interesting. Germany is hmm. really like doing this and giving comedians the opportunity wow. to go to hospitals now, yeah. to light up their days. We get it, Martin. Germany's the coolest. No. <laughs> For sure, this thing happens in America, too. Uh, huh? <laughs> but it's a cool thing. I think I love this. I love the yeah. idea. And positivity yeah. is, is the mean, most important thing. You know, chemicals thing, move huh? in our brain when we laugh. There's science behind yeah. it, too. So that's, so that's crazy, right? Why not, why not doing this? It's great. Yeah. Did you have, like, an audience where you said, like, okay, that really doesn't work now? And even people, like, calling you out in the audience, like, hey, you are, you are not funny, Frankie, or something like that? 
no, I mean, the tickets I, suddenly seriously. I think we've all had like our worst set. My worst set was maybe like six, seven years ago. I'll never forget it. And uh, you know, it was just like in front of this uh, birthday group. It was all all uh, black audience. You know, and there was just like this East Oakland uh, uh, group, and the dude, the birthday boy, was wearing like gator skin shoes, like a pimp hat. And then oh, you know, wow. I do a. Sometimes those crowds, even like all black or all Latino crowds, could be real homophobic sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I did, used to do this joke about a gay gangster hip hop group. And then sometimes they would love it, sometimes they would hate it. I did it, they turned on me, and I couldn't <gasps> get them back. I couldn't really? get them back. They were like, like, nope, we don't do that gay stuff, boy. And, da, da, da. and then I was just like, that so I was crazy. scared the rest of my set, but I was just trying to yeah, get like, them back. Like, you're like, you know? knuckling you down from the stage like, or something. Yeah, yeah. Or... they were like a hood crowd, you know. That one dude got up, he's like, man, you ain't funny. And I was like, oh gosh, please, just let me get through this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was probably my worst experience oh, ever, man. And then, like, so you I left was scarred after that, yeah. And it's funny too, because years later I saw I ran into a guy that was there. He's like, "Man, I was there that night. It's so good to see you, man. Because you now you're killing it." And we gave so, you shit that day. Oh, and yeah, so yeah. you went home with security and <laughs> called the SWAT team already. And oh man, it was so yeah. I was oh, scarred. It was, wow. it was it took me like a month to get over it. Really. But, yeah. <laughs> Wow. And are you like, are you like really like after this kind of experience, you're like, oh fuck, I need to go to the stage again. And like, you're like, oh yeah, it was, same, I, I was almost nervous like getting on stage for like every, for three weeks after that, you know, I believe this but, because but I needed it to get, yeah. it was, I got better actually from mm-hmm. it. I, I think we all, you know, have to have like a set like that. That's yeah. like, just like, so like, it just, you feel it through your whole body, the pain, you know, and mm-hmm. you're just like. I'm emailing every veteran I know, like, hey, man, here's what happened. What do I do? And they're like, hey, mm-hmm. hey take it easy. Here's do do do. And mm-hmm. they give you advice, kind of mentor you. But it was a big, you know, learning problem. No, it's not. Thing, hey, yeah. I, I believe that it's not fun when you're trying to be funny and you're not funny suddenly for the <laughs> oh, yeah, audience. Yeah. Huh? It's like that has yeah. to be that has to be. Oh, man. Terrible. But now it's I feel, you know, I feel good. I feel real confident going. Out. I was just in the Midwest. I was in Indianapolis over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're letting me headline these clubs now. You know, we did five shows, and I'm doing Creeper and anything. Man, there's like these, you know, redneck hillbilly guys that you would think, you know, they might be taking it the wrong way. And they're coming up to me like, "Oh man, Creeper, I love you, man. I've been following you so long and Cholo Fit, and I'm always <laughs> telling my boy, be that tortilla, scrape off the negativity when you got mold on it." And, and I'm like, they know all yes. my stuff, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, man, this is beautiful, America, you know I mean? fuck yeah!" Huh? <laughs> so I'm like, you know, we can't always feed it until we see it in the media. The media makes it look like, oh, we all, you know, like, yeah. but it's like, dude, there's good people everywhere, man. Mm. They're just trying to have a good time. So cool, like, yeah, cool. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Okay. I think I'm I'm thirsty and all the glasses are empty here. We need to drink some water and I'm actually hungry. So yeah. because we saw <laughs> Creeper. What is Creeper's f- famous, famous uh, favorite food? Oh, man. I mean, you know, he likes everything. I mean, he's got his energy tamales and his smart chata, which is a horchata, but it's his, his own brand, smart chata. So, yeah, God, but, there's a brain but, picture you know, on, on, the, on the cup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got yeah, it. So I got it. Yeah. Know, yeah. <laughs> I got the inside joke right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I checked you out, Frankie. <laughs> oh. So I tried to get tomales. Was not possible. I went to this oh, new. Oh yeah, because oh Christmas just finished, man. Yeah. So it's like everybody's sick of tamales right I, now. I think so yeah, because I went to to Cactus. It's a very very good taco shop here on on Vine. They just like remodeled and they they went to a different place. Very cool place. And I said, like, okay, I need tamales. And they're like, looked at me like, yeah, we don't have that. I said, what? 
Really? You don't have this? Jeez. Okay, so I got some quesadilla, I got some taco, I got some burrito. So <laughs> it's a good thing. The funny thing is we Germans don't eat Mexican food on a regular basis. We don't, we don't have that really in Germany. Hmm, right, it's right. so funny. We have more Turkish food. That's our influence. Mm -hmm. But we barely have any Mexican cuisine or Mexican food. It's not a famous thing right, right, right. in Germany. Yeah, yeah. So for us, like everybody eats Turkish food, like the Döner kebab, kebab style stuff. Right, right. This is like our, our street food. Hmm. But it's so funny. The first time I experienced a quesadilla was here in Los Angeles in 99. I never, I had wow. no clue what that is even. I was like, okay, it looks like a pizza. <laughs> but like from both sides baked or something like this. I, I had no clue what yeah. that is. When I was in London, really wasn't any Mexican food either. No, it's, it was like it's not... a lot of Indian food and okay. a lot of like oh, yeah, kebabs. Yeah, yeah. yeah we like, we like, like Indian food too in Germany. Yeah. So, okay, so we want to do some, some taste tests if Creeper or if Frankie obviously can see the differences in water. And we want to pair then the Mexican food to some cool dishes here, what we, <laughs> what we presented. Okay, so we already had Fiji water in our glasses. Let's pour a little bit more Fiji. Let's let's talk a little bit. What do you think, Frankie? What Fiji tastes like? To get like the one one of water now a little bit. Right, Hopefully right, right. you paid attention back in the days at race. Huh? I will be oh, super yeah, yeah, upset yeah. about you when you have no clue. <laughs> now. I'm just telling you. I'm straightforward here. You've been to my training. When you fuck this thing up now, Frankie, I will <laughs> gonna kill you. <sighs> Cheers, guys. Okay, what do you think about Fiji, Frankie? What is this for? What is it salty? Is it bitter? Is it smooth? What do you think? Uh, no, no, I think it's smooth. Yeah, I think so. I too. like it. Yeah, yeah, I, I like it too. Fiji is a good starter water always for mm. me. It's my go-to yeah. water in a grocery store. I like that water. So we got some. So we got some. What we shall start? Because I'm like the last person who should judge like where we should start with. We have chicken quesadillas. We have um, beef burritos. We have a chicken taco, and then obviously. What did Chance brought? This is a very authentic curry tiger burrito. Jesus. <laughs> it's vegan. <laughs> vegan, just, vegan. Just like my abuelita used to make. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> vegan burritos are very Frankie's very Frankie's father will be so proud of him. <laughs> yeah. He like, yeah, that's my man right there. Yeah. <laughs> are, are you familiar with the, the seminal work, Blood In, Blood Out? Oh, yeah, of course, man. Well, Come on. Yeah, we quote that all the time. Yeah. Hold this. Bacas locas forever, Bacas locos forever. Yeah, yeah. It was funny too. Yeah, you know, you, could, you yeah. know, Miklo in it, the white, the yeah, white. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So classic. The German guy has no clue what's getting happening right now here. It's like I'm said, sitting here, like, okay, like, I have yeah, no clue yeah, what you're like talking Miklo. about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy cows forever because I don't eat meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be brave. <laughs> okay, let's start with the vegan stuff. Come, cool. And this we when we we digging lightest. it and we digging in the these the, the are actually really good though as okay. far as vegan burritos are concerned are they, they a little like are they a little spicy um they have spice to them but they're not like hot spicy okay it's so, just like because Nancy my wife doesn't eat any spicy food huh she can't handle spice she's like blowing up like a Christmas tree and what I tried when she to eats do I spicy food I found a recipe for vegan chiles rellenos and I didn't wake up early enough rellenos rellenos <laughs> rellenos mm -hmm. I didn't wake up early enough. To make them so i'm trying to make them and it just turned out horrible so i'm like all right i'm gonna go to the grocery store get some vegan burritos <laughs> okay vegan burritos from the grocery store nicely uh, cooked in my microwave so we are really they're, doing it the right way they're today. packed full of protein. <laughs> yeah. not bad actually they're actually really not bad yeah they have would like, you lots of tofu in there lentils they get they're getting peas. better and better at vegan food man it's crazy. When you would not think that they're vegan, 
I would say like, yeah, it's a yeah, yeah. decent. Yeah, okay. I, uh, you know Craig Robinson. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, I've been touring with him for like two and a half years, and he went vegan for a whole, you know, it's been over a year now. No way. So we'd be on the road, you know, before it'd be like, you know, chicken wings, everything. Now it's like we go find the local vegan spot, and we just eat vegan for the whole weekend. Dude, that's actually the same exact story for me. I went vegan a little over a year ago, and I was all chicken wings. Yeah. <laughs> he was the chicken chicken wings king. Dude, I was. Yeah. Like, he tasted, and his whole life, what I did, like with a thousand different things, I think a thousand different restaurants, he went just for the chicken wings. I'm a chicken wing connoisseur. Yeah. He's the <laughs> chicken wing sommelier. But they have some chicken wings now at some, like, actually Thai places where I find them the most that are, like, the best quality. They come on sticks, and they even, I don't know if they use, like, rice paper or something. Oh, right, right, right. But the, the skin time. is, like, really crispy and tastes right. like real chicken skin. And they're, like, That's the most important thing, huh? I think that's just, yeah, like, the, texture, the, yeah. the, yeah. The, the, the texture of exactly. the skin and then the moisture of the meat. Yeah. That's the key for yeah. amazing chicken wings. And when you have, like, a chicken wing just, like, cooked up in some sauce, barbecue sauce, for I don't know how many hours. Exactly. It's not tasty, Exactly. Huh? So I totally get it. I dig this. As well. The Asian place is having great chicken wings. I love this. Okay. I have Iskilde now in there, Frankie. It's a different okay. water. It's a, it's a water from Denmark. It has a little bit more minerality because I think the feature was a little flat to the burrito. The burrito is very powerful in taste. We needed something a little bit more. Oh, yeah. This one. Uh, a little bit more heavier on the palate. But where's my, my meat burrito? Here we go. Right. I need some meat. Nice. I eat everything. Frankie, you want to grab in there one? Sure. And then I think you have some napkins behind you. Oh, yeah, I got some right here. Yeah, sorry, guys, who are just listening in. So please always check us up on, on YouTube because then you can actually see the videos, what we're doing. Oh, that looks good. I don't want to... Oh, Jesus. No, I, I messed up my whole hand up already. Hmm. Nice and cold. <laughs> <laughs> I picked them up for like two hours ago. Sorry, guys. Oh, that's our yummy. That's good. That's moisture still. Mm -hmm. I love this. Heavy. Mm -hmm. I like this good. It's a good water for, for this. But I have to say, because the Mexican cuisine is very rich in flavors, mm -hmm. I think we need sparkling. The still waters are not 100% there for me. Hmm. It's fine now, it's good, yeah. and Fiji was fine yeah. too, but I think we need sparkling. We need something a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, definitely. We need something a little bit more on the heavier side. There's a big difference between this and... Crazy, huh? Yeah. And Fiji has a TDS of 222, a lot of silica, therefore it's very smooth. And then Iskilde, Danish water, 410 TDS, so TDS again for you guys, total the soft solids, how many milk actually combined in the water. The more mineral content it is, the higher the flavor and the more stronger the flavor. And Skilde has like this small earthy notes and I think it, it fits very nicely to the meat. I like this, this umami taste. But I think we should go to Topo Chico. Yeah. Very nice. I've never had this water. Let's do some homies water here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big thing in Texas. Oh yeah, which is in Texas Topo two Chico. weeks ago. It was everywhere. Yeah, that's everywhere. Yeah. And now it will be even more everywhere because Coca-Cola purchased this brand for $220 million. Yeah, right? Mm. What was it? Who was it? Coca-Cola? Coca right. Oh, wow. Just wait, like a couple months ago, right? Or yeah, yeah. Like that? yeah, yeah. $220 million. That's crazy. Wow. Cheers, Topo Chico. 
Mm. It's a heavily sparkling water, mm -hmm. but it cuts through the richness very nicely. Let's get some quesadilla going on here. <laughs> You're still fine with your tofu burrito? Oh, yeah, it's great. Oh, okay. <laughs> but there's no spice whatsoever, huh? No, I really. think no that's, no, that's not spicy. Let's no. face the thing. It's, a, it's not spicy at all. When this is spicy, you're like, yeah, right. God, with some guacamole. I love guacamole. I'm addicted yeah. to guacamole. So good. I love guacamole. That really looks awesome here. <laughs> Did you Guacamo know about... Guacamole is vegan. Mm. Did you know about guacamole before it came from Germany? Yeah. Yeah, but it was, again, it's not a big thing. Mm. Yeah, we have guacamole. We have Mexican restaurants in Germany. It's not like that we don't have it at all, but... It's just not popular. It's yet. not that popular. Huh. Like, again, Turkish food. I think what's funny is when Mexican chains try to go to Mexico, like Taco Bell and stuff like that. Mm. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's pretty egregious, you know? Mm. That's yummy, huh? Because it is great. Oh, yeah, Topo Chico is way better. I love the, the sparkliness and it really helps to clean your palate and it, it refreshes your palate way nicer. Mm -hmm. Because again, huh, Mexican cuisine, beans, all this kind of things, no, it's like all it, very, very it's rich. It's popular to put like lemon and stuff on like Mexican food and this has like that citrusy taste yeah. to it. Yeah. Again, like you're putting, you're putting a lemon and everything on this kind of food because you want to cut through the richness hmm. and the acidic notes and you balance out then the richness of the food with the acidic notes of the, of the lemon. And I think now with acidic waters like Vichy and, and Topo Chico, who are slightly like this acidic mouthfeel, what they have, I think that's great. I love this. It's a way better option. So I'm, and it's so funny because for me, I'm more like into still waters, but I have to say to Mexican cuisine, I would always drink sparkling. Hmm. It's way better. Tastes way better. I agree. I like that. Here, let's get some Vichy. And I think we need by Vichy because this is like a super high milk content water. So Conan spit that out. Frankie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I remember. <laughs> it tastes like the Pacific Ocean. It's very salty. But I think this and then the... I would taste it first, Frankie. And then let's go back to the meat burrito. I think this would be fun. And then taste it again. It is salty, huh? Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. And let's grab another like burrito from the back there with the meat, because I think what will happen, um, because when you're tasting Vichy by yourself, it is slightly, yeah, it's it's salty. Not even slightly. <laughs> it is salty that water. But I think the richness of the burrito now, and there's a lot of umami taste, and there's some salt as well from the meat. This will be great to, to balance it out with the salty notes of Vichy. Well, it's mm. weird. With the curry burrito, nice you don't get any of the saltiness. Like it's, it, this, taste, this tastes like a... It's weird, like a still water, but there's mm -hmm. just... You can feel like the bubbles in there, but that's it. It's just like a bubbly still water. Yeah, it's... It's not that salty anymore. It's so funny, huh? How this water changes yeah. suddenly. Hmm. And it doesn't have the like acidic notes of the Topo Chico. Mm. Correct. I have to say, from all the pairings right now, I love Topo Chico the so most. So do I, yeah. It's very interesting. What do you think, Frankie? Yeah. Um, I think Topo Chico was the winner. And, and again, it's all about terroir-driven. And Topo Chico comes from the same region. Then the food is originally from. And I think that's a perfect pairing right there. 
So Topo Chico is a really good water for Mexican cuisine. I love it. And I love the high content of, of yeah, I love the high content of the sparkliness. Because mm -hmm. you, yeah. you want the heaviness, sparkliness. Yeah. Vichy yeah. is too flat for me already, already there. It exactly. feels yeah, like... It feels flat. It feels flat. I love Topo Chico. That's a great thing. Love it. That's nice. Feeling hydrated here now. Sparkly. That's why I shout out when you... <laughs> <laughs> Are you into water, Frankie? Or you're more yes. like into sodas uh, you know or you're drinking you know wine? Times, you know how many times I mention your name to people? Like, I get so upset. Hopefully in I'm, the positive way. No, no. I get, I get upset with people when, they, when I'm with them and then they buy. You know what? There's one thing. I've been traveling a lot this last couple of years. And uh, one thing that upsets me is airports, they mostly carry just purified water. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then I'll ha have to walk from one side of the airport to the other just to find some Evian or something or, or even Arrowhead. You yeah. know, which yeah. is like, it's like. And so maybe they, oh, it's come on, it's just water. I'm like, no, dude. And then you know, obviously, smart water is like I'm not a fan of, but mm -hmm. um, but um, yeah, airports, man, they need to stop. It's, Crazy, it's, huh? It's all yeah. Dasani yeah. and Aquafina, and yeah. I'm like, all these people are traveling and they probably need hydration the most. Sure, this is what you're. Yeah, yeah. the the problem is obviously that the big corporations like Coca Cola, Danone, Nestle, like sponsor, uh, Pepsi, like, yeah. all these kind of things, they're doing partnerships yeah. with all these outlets, right, right, and then they're mandatorying which kind of water you can carry. And I had a guy from Coca-Cola from Atlanta, like a big wig, obviously, at Patina. And just like to see the venue because they were checking out the music center and all this kind of stuff. And then he came up to me and I've been introduced to him from my purging director. And he said, like, oh, this guy is from Coca-Cola. And, oh, you should meet Martin. He's a water swimmer. He's totally into beverages. And this guy from Coca-Cola, oh, that's so cool. And that's very interesting what you're doing. He said, yeah. And then I told him, it's too bad that you, don't, that you don't have any water in your portfolio. And he looked at me like, what? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my gosh. And he's like, no, we have. He's like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you yeah, haven't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. You don't want to tell me that smart water is water, huh? <laughs> he's like, oh. he completely like, what? He's <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's sorry. It's like, don't get me wrong, please. Like but like, to a comedian going, It's unfortunate you don't have any jokes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> yeah, he didn't talk it so well, I think. And I still have his... Of course not. Straight over talking shit to him. Yeah. I gave him my business card. He's saying, when you need any help with some water, I'm more than happy to help. And I think he just like, for sure, burned it right away or something so like funny. this. Well, then they bought Topo Chico. Yeah, yeah. No, they bought Topo Chico. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I have some influence from them. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's all about spring waters for me. They give you some of that 220 million. Yeah, no, no, absolutely no. not. But I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, they were a little pissed off. doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. So, Frankie, what's, what's your plans for the future? Uh, not, um, you know, I'm just, we're, I'm just touring right now. I'm working on a, two other shows that are in development. But then we're just finishing coloring, editing on the... A TBS sitcom that we got. A TBS so, sitcom? Wow. Tell us more. What is that all um, about? So it was a group of us, group of four of us. We met, uh, two, of, two of us went to high school together, but all four of us met about 10 years ago in San Francisco. And we, uh, three of us lived together here in uh, Los Angeles. We moved to Los Angeles. And then we started a web series in, the, in our apartment, you know, just kind of experimenting. And then it kind of started showing it at shows. And it kind of, people started to really like it. And then some industry saw it. And then... Um, We started getting some of the videos commissioned, and we worked it up to 10 episodes of a web series. And then, long story short, uh, TBS ended up giving us a pilot. We shot the pilot, and then it took them six months. We didn't think they were going to pick it up, and then six months later, they, they uh, ordered 
10 episodes. That's amazing. So they built mm. a replica of our apartment in a stage in Burbank. That no is nuts. Way. <laughs> that is nuts. And, and, and when they first told us that, I was like, okay, it'll be like close to it. Or I mean, it was like right on. Like it was like the crown molding, the dirty spots on the wall. <laughs> Does it feel completely yeah. crazy when oh, you're like yeah. walking and then you're like, holy fuck, it's like the twilight zone right now oh, here for me? It was, it was, it was exciting and a little creepy too. And we were working really long hours, you know, like 12, 15 hour days. And then when they finished the set, we would go in there to write and just to kind of fill out the, put the energy in there. Uh, but we were so like delirious and working long hours. Like twice it happened, two of us got up and tried to go to use a restroom. But, <laughs> a, but we're like, oh shit, there's no plumbing, you know? Oh, like, oh, oh, going to the like, bedroom is like relaxing. It's yeah, like, yeah. there's no bedroom. Because <laughs> <laughs> even the restroom looked like our restroom, but there's no plumbing, you know? It's Holy just like a, no. a toilet seat right there. <laughs> This is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. But yeah, it's a bunch, oh just pretty much us, a bunch of no names. And then um, Annie McDowell plays our neighbor, who you know from like Groundhog Day. And, you wow. Know, and she's, yeah. Yeah, like, I saw some posts with her, uh, what, actress, you, what you yeah. did. Yeah, this is great. No, this is amazing. I'm so yeah. happy for you. And when is this going to be launched? Do you know already? We don't, we don't have a premiere date yet, but it, was probably, it looks like it's going to be this summer. So, so and what is the show called again? Uh, it's called My Roommate, My Friend. My Roommate, My Friend, guys. So watch yeah. out TBS, My Roommate, My Friend with Frankie. In yeah, one of the main characters, obviously. Yes. This yeah. is awesome. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. This is That's great. So cool. This is great. So chance you never know her. Maybe one day, our apartment. <laughs> <laughs> so when industry people are looking at right now, like I'm um, just to give you the heads up, I'm more than happy to give yeah, you the we measurements. Have, we have all <laughs> solid gold tables in here, by the way. So. <laughs> And I'm more than happy to take them with me then after, after the show. <laughs> No, this is great. And then you're still doing your stand-up comedy stuff? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Where Probably are you, where are you heading up? Uh, let's see. Next weekend, February uh, 8th through 10th, I'll be at uh, the Punchline in Sacramento. Cool. Uh, doing five shows there. And then, um, and then we'll be coming back to film some stuff. And then we'll be in Minneapolis at Acme Comedy House uh, March 6th through March 6th through 12th, I think it is, mm -hmm. or something like that. Cool. Yeah, so you're, and something here in Los Angeles coming up? Um... Nothing, nothing on the books right now. But you could, yeah. If you go to my website, I'll usually try to post it and stuff like. I yeah. do a, a a show regularly at the Hollywood Improv, so I'll probably have one coming. What up is soon. your What is your homepage? Uh, Frankie Quinones, so F R N K I E Q U I N O N E S <laughs> dot com. Yeah. But you know, you just, if you you don't you have to go, say it without that. Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just Google Frankie. Yeah. You can just Google like, comedian Frankie Q. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Frankie, it's the same what I'm always saying because a lot of people like Martin Reese and then my yeah, last yeah, name, it's yeah, always yeah, like yeah. R E E S E. No, it's R I E S E. Yeah. So right, nobody right. gets it. And I'm just saying, you know what? Just Google Waterboy. Yeah. Huh? Right. <laughs> or Water Somebody or something like this. I took a lift over here, Uber, and. And she was asking me what I was doing, and I told her, and she goes, "I'm actually going up to Oregon to visit a spring to, to get some of the water up there." And I was Look like, at "What?" This. Wow. And then she goes, she's, you know, same thing. She's like. Well, you know, what's his name? I go, Martin Reese. She goes, how do you spell that? I go, just look up, you know, Planet Water and then Martin <laughs> oh, yeah. and it'll pop up. You know? yeah, and correct, she's like, and correct. she did. She put it in. She's like, boom, here it is. And I was like, all right, cool. There you go. You know, That's lot. funny. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. amazing. And this is like, I think what we see in our podcast and what I see like over the last six years, it's, it started from, are you completely nuts, Martin? To that is so cool. You changed my life. Right. And this is for me mind blowing. And I think this is what you'll see as well. Like in the beginning, it's tough, obviously, as a comedian to, to get some traction on yourself. But when you're very hard working, when you're very passionate about it, you can achieve everything in this on this planet. Right. That's always and great. Got, and I, I stay hydrated. Yeah, and say obviously stay hydrated. <laughs> Are you drinking water during your sets? Oh yeah, for sure. What and kind that, of water? You know, I Be feel honest, I, I hate to not feel like snobby, but you know, sometimes when you show up to the clubs, they ask you what you need, uh -huh. and I'm not picky at all. You know, some people have very specific 
things that they need in the green room. Like, I need this. I need a cop's mm-hmm. eye. I'm like, just spring water. That's it. Just any kind of spring water. I don't have to be picky. Preferably Fiji. But if it, you know, I don't want to be, yeah, it's, yeah, not, yeah, it's yeah, not a yeah. snobby thing. I'll take the cheap, you know, like, <laughs> you know, they're just like, some of them are like, what? what? You know, I feel always very uncomfortable when they ask me the same question when I'm doing TV or shows or something like this. They always ask me, so Martin, what do you need in your green room? And I'm almost like, Jesus. Like, just get me some water there. But, yeah, yeah. but make sure, this is the same what I'm saying, make sure it comes from a natural growing spring. I, you know, it's it's so like, I don't want to see any purified water shit in there. Yeah, huh? It's yeah. like, because then I'm getting upset. And at the Bill Nye show, they had purified water in oh, my, no. in yeah, my yeah. green room. And I was like, really, Bill yeah. Nye? I mean, I would have never known until you, uh, you know, until you uh, brought that out. And so I learned from you. Yeah. I noticed the difference, man. You know, because you're, you know, sit down, even I work out, I run or even sitting on planes all the time, you cramp up. Like mm-hmm. the more, the more I, I drink just like spring water, water from a natural spring, mm-hmm. I, I don't cramp up better. anymore. I don't, you, you feel know, better. Just, no, that's great. I'm happy for it's you. Like, yeah, I would have never thought. But When you're traveling, uh, obviously the venue is paying for it. Oh, who's paying for this whole traveling as well for the gigs? Oh, yeah, Obviously, yeah, the, the venue yeah, has mm-hmm. to be. Yeah, yeah, the venue. But it's not like first class. It's just like economy right now for you Every still. Every now and then, when I tour with uh, Craig, you know, I, I'm fortunate oh, enough getting... he takes me uh, first class. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I know, but then it's tough to go back. <laughs> You're like, uh, I'm like you know, right, I'm the second most important dude here <laughs> on this planet. So like, can we... But I'm a little guy too. So in first class, I'm like, it's like a big couch to me. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, what's up? You spread out. It's, know, the same, like, it's the same with me, Frank. And I think we both have the same, the same height. <laughs> I'm a small dude, and Riese means giant person in the German language. Huh? My last oh, name means giant yeah. person. <laughs> so how many times I had that joke in Germany? And now here in America, nobody knows my last name. Oh, like nobody gets yeah. my last name. But therefore, I told already on the last show that my real first name is actually not Martin. It's my middle name. Nobody knows my first name. It's a deep secret, and we don't want to relieve it here. Oh, Maybe you yeah. know. I don't know. This has to be. I, I want that. These people are getting like interesting in it. It's like it's a mystery. What right? is the okay, mystery really of the water? Somebody's <laughs> real name. When you when you're like a little like savory on the internet, you will find out very 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 fast yeah. what my real first name is. Yeah. But trust me, it's a big joke. It's a big yeah. joke in America. My real first name is a big big joke. <laughs> so when I'm when I'm going when I'm going somewhere to the um, to like a police officer pulls me over. Not that I'm doing this all the time, but I like to. I'm driving a Porsche. Shit, hey, it's like the, it's just driving fast. I I cannot handle it. And when they pulled me over and they want to check up my ID, obviously in my ID is my full name, and they're always looking like what. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, I, and, find out. I, I had find this. Out, I had this. I had this at the at the bank teller last time. He looked at me like, "Are we sure about this?" That's and I was like, "Yeah, that's my real first awesome. name." Oh, your parents loved you. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> in the German language, it's lost in translation again. Huh? Like Riese yeah. means in the German language giant person. Nobody gets it over here in Germany. That's a joke for them when I'm yeah, showing yeah. up with my five 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 six. What I have yeah. five six, and I'm the giant person. Obviously, I'm not. And over here, when people see my real first name, they're all laughing. They're all laughing. And it's fine with me. I don't care. Cool. Okay. What's your Twitter, Frankie? Uh, Same thing. Frankie Quinones. Uh, Just at Frankie Quinones. And then, uh, yeah, I need to get more active on Twitter, obviously. But uh, Instagram, I love. I love Instagram. Instagram is here, your account. Yeah, Frankie Quinones. And then there's also a Cholo Fit Creeper. Is another. And then uh, I see Facebook. Obviously, I don't have I don't have that pulled up. Sorry about this. No, no, no. You're good. That's but fine. so obviously you can find you can find Frankie everywhere. <laughs> the real creeper in the house. I'm very honored. <laughs> no, that was great, Frankie. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks, oh, thanks for thanks being for here me. at the at the podcast today. That was so cool to have you here. 
And uh, let's see who's showing up for episode 10 mm -hmm. already. So we are doubling digits now. Crazy. Oh, congratulations. But I heard there are some cool comedians will come in the next two months or three months. Sharp. Always, it's always tough to, to get you guys obviously over here to the podcast because my schedule is very tight. Your schedule is very tight. We're trying our best, my uh, lovely listeners here now. Um, to get that obviously cool and funny, interesting people, obviously, to, to the podcast. But it's a very time-consuming thing. And trust me, it's not that easy to produce a podcast, guys. <laughs> it's not <laughs> like that you're just sitting down there and like, oh, it's fine. Because this whole post-production is actually a pain in the ass. Mm. But hey, I got some waters. It's all fun. It's good. <laughs> uh, I love this. But again, thanks again for listening in. Uh, hopefully, you stay 30. Um, show up to Frankie's thing. And oh, Frankie, one more thing. Marcella is doing her live gigs, obviously, with ladies only. Yes. On Wednesdays, obviously. Mm -hmm. You have a lady character. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who's that? Juanita Carmelita, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. She can be there. Yeah. 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 She said, I've done uh, all female shows. And yeah, I think it's totally fine. <laughs> but fun. now everybody being so sensitive. I don't oh know. Oh, my God. Know no, come yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's, let's, have, let's have some fun yeah. with water, huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> And remember, guys, huh? water is not just water. We're here to hydrate you, hydrate yourself. Uh, and uh, let's have some fun on this planet. Cheers, guys. Thank you so much for listening in and see you next time. Planet Water Podcast.